You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back, folks. We are joined by Mike Haas, voice of the New Orleans Saints, and we want to make sure that the Saints win this evening so they will be dare for the next week and the following week and the week after that obviously the saints and the rams meet thursday night at sofi stadium 7 15 p.m uh central time kickoff the rams have won four the last five the saints have won two straight uh games and the rams hold the seventh and final playoff spot while the saints are the second team out of the mix in the ninth overall position in the conference Mike, things are tightening up. Yeah, seven and seven. Who'd have thought that seven and seven would be kind of the, the key number? And you know, I would say right now, with three games to go, the Rams sitting right now in that seventh spot means about as little as it can possibly be because there's they can go from seven to goodbye pretty quickly. Uh, they can solidify their chances with the win, but so can the Saints. The, the the probability math of this game is very important. The team that wins this game, the probability of them making the playoffs increases substantially. The loser of this game, it drops, does not drop to zero, but it drops significantly. It is a, it's an important game because there's only three left for the Saints. It's a conference game, and then they go to division. And, yeah, the Rams are playing – you know, they've won four of their last five, and the, that loss was a loss against Baltimore where Baltimore had to score in the in the final two minutes just to kind of get it to overtime. Then the Rams went down, kicked the field goal, got it to overtime, and then a, a punt return. I mean, that, that, that game the Rams could have easily won. This would be a team that had won five straight. And uh, it's not just that they're winning. They're, they're playing solid football. They're not turning it over. They're putting a ton of points on the board, you know, 33, 34 points as an average over their last five games. So this is, you know, this is, it's, it's one of those, it's not, you know, who you play, but when you play them and, but the Saints, you know, could be in that same boat. They play probably their most complete game against the Giants uh, in that, in that victory and have won two straight. And, you know, it's just, you just, I think even with both teams, you don't know. I don't care yeah. if the Rams have won four of their last five. I don't think their fans are going, well, you know. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't too long ago, you know, they, they were struggling, struggling. So, I don't I – th- the thing about Matt Stafford is that he can be really, really good. I mean, he's good. He is tough. And he's been playing really, really good and or really, really well. And – but some, and then every once in a while he'll throw four clunkers at you, consecutive games, and so it's. I think a lot depends, and but from, from the Saints' standpoint, he he's not 
you know, he's not Tommy DeVito. He's not, you know, Tyson Bagent. He, he's not Joshua, you know, Dobbs. He's not going to be running the football all over the place. He's pretty much going to be in that pocket. Now he's smart. He gets rid of it fast. He's a smart guy. Um, you know, he's only been sacked 27 times. The, the team's only been sacked 27 times. That's fifth best uh, in the NFL. So even though he's a pocket passer, it doesn't mean he's going to get sacked a lot because he's a very smart guy, and he'll do whatever has to be done to get rid of the ball uh, without taking that sack. A couple of observations, and you comment on it. One, you've traveled with the Saints a lot. One of the things that always causes me concerns, these West Coast games are tough to to win, right? You mean from the, the travel standpoint? The travel, just you know, the time differential, the you know, your body. I mean, it it it, it does have an impact. It's just you know, I think the 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 biggest benefactor on the plus side is that this game is tonight. Like if yeah. if this had been a, a short week and was just I'm not even thinking how that would be possible that you would play you know like a three or four o'clock game. Uh, on a Sunday, which would be one o'clock here. So it's, the kickoff is five fifteen here. We got in last night about six. It was dark, right? So it was. You got on the plane, and, and then it was light. Got off, and it's dark. You go right to the hotel. But today allows you that kind of get, get everything kind of back time wise. I don't think I don't think the time change and the flight. Um, it, it, I mean, it's tough just because. You've had four days to to get your bodies healthy, and you know we've talked to their their team sports science director Matt Ray, and he's like, "That's not and we can that can happen. That's two to three days, you, and your body can be back. Um, it's it's really the condensed on the field work. Now the Rams right. have the same problem, right? Everybody's just yeah, doing walkthroughs. Nobody's doing anything. The Rams didn't have to travel, but it's still." Uh, walkthroughs, right? And you know, so you, it, but it's also, you know, you're you're week sixteen here, so um, you're able to. What's changed, right? You're not, you don't have fifteen new plays that you're putting in at this juncture of the season. So it, I hate to use this phrase because it, it's it's uh, used a ton, but it is what it is, and you are who you yeah. are. And uh, the Saints, if can if they can continue to do what they've done which is, you know, be efficient in the red zone. Don't turn it over. Carr hasn't been sacked. Carr now, you know, if his completion rate has always been outstanding in the last seven games, but it, now it's for 15 yards over the middle. Now it's for 18 yards to, to A.T. Perry. You get Olave back. I think that the field has opened up more for him. And as Derek said uh, in your sports break, that, you know, it's everybody's just doing their job. When everybody does their does their job uh, on this football team, uh, this is a good football team. Uh, offensive line has played phenomenally well. They're going to be without Ryan Ramchek again. That is not good. Landon Young stepped stepped up and filled in, and I would say the offensive line last week probably had one of its best games against a giant defense that is known for for coming at the quarterback. It's also known for turnovers, um, and so it's kind of the same thing tonight. You and I have said this many times, timing is everything. For the Rams, um, you know, Cup is back. Nakua is back. Um, who's the other, the tight end? Um, Higby. Uh, Higby. Oh, yeah, Higby. Yeah. He, he's back. 
because uh, they, they had a lot, of, they had a lot of folks out injured, and they all seemed to be back for for this game, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, yeah, which, which and they've been playing which, so well, which gives the quarterback a lot of options. Right. Yeah. Tyler Higby's the is one of the tight ends. They've got a rookie tight end, Davis Allen. Uh, they get Tutu Atwell back. He was out. So the 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 real tough guys to in the last few weeks have been Demarcus Robinson and Cooper Cup and uh, Puka Nakua as well. But if you look at just the last three games, Cooper Cup and Demarcus Robinson each have had a touchdown in the last three games. And Puka Nakua, good gosh, he's done just about everything. I mean, he is the team leader in receptions and yards and in top rookie targets. I mean, he is uh, – you know, he has been the guy. I mean, he's got 87 receptions. Cooper Cup has 49. Um, he's been the guy from a rookie standpoint. So there's – there's, and then you get Tutu Atwell back. He, he was out with a concussion protocol. So that is four really, really uh, challenging receivers beyond Tyler Higby. And we haven't even talked about the, the running game and Kyron Williams – and Kyron Williams has eight rushing touchdowns and three receiving touchdowns. That's a that's a ton. And one of the things about this Rams offense that I think is most important from the Saints standpoint are there is their ability for explosive plays. And you've got to figure out a way to, you know, contain that a bit. Passing the football, the Rams have fifty six pass plays that have been plus 20, and that's fourth best wow. in the NFL. They've got another 10 running plays of plus 20. So that's 66 explosive plays uh, of, of, of plus 20. Uh, from a comparison standpoint, the Saints have 40 plus 20 and three running. So it, it's not that the Saints don't have the ability to do it. They do. I just think it's a bigger point tonight that they've got to contain the Rams' ability to have uh, explosive passes. I don't think the Saints have to have this. The Saints can continue with what they're doing, use the middle of the field, you know, 15, 18 yards. It was really the three-yard outs and the, and the dump-offs that were that were hurting them offensively. And then when you get in the red zone, just find Jimmy Graham. And that seems to be working pretty well. He's another guy who's got a touchdown in his last three games. When you get there – you know, I I know where he is because I know I, it's it, it's a funny thing how that has changed in the recent weeks. When 80s on the field, I I now I'm I'm cognizant of that he's on the field and where he is, and I feel like if I'm doing that, the other team's doing that, and that's going to make Jawan Johnson better. That's going to make Olave better, and and everybody else better because they are now. Oh, there's there's Jimmy, and I'm not sure if that was happening before. And he was on the field some, but he wasn't being targeted. But now I think you have to actually almost like Taysom. Like, where's Jimmy and where's Taysom? Taysom didn't have a very good game last week against the Giants. I'm hoping he can have a much bigger impact today. He didn't have a lot of opportunities against the Giants. But, man, you know, I feel like he and Jimmy Graham and, you know, Alvin just being Alvin – can can push this team along. It's going to be a close game, you know. But 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 Alvin Al, Alvin could be the highlight, right? Because does, doesn't this defense? I think I was reading somewhere they they have a lot of five man fronts. Uh, yeah, and and they've had difficulty. One of them, one with, of them being with, Aaron Donald. <laughs> yeah, but they've had difficulty with you know similar type running backs, uh, McCaffrey, and I forgot who else they mentioned. 
uh, you know, at the start of the season that, that racked up a lot of yards for him. I mean, if we can get Alvin in, into, um, you know, the, the, the rotation uh, as such and, and, and really peel off some yards, I mean, that could be a big difference maker for him this evening. Yeah, they're, defensively they're not like, <clears throat> you know, you know, ranked. They're, they're, they're not ranked very good running, you know, stopping the run. Uh, they, you know, they're 14th in the NFL stopping the run. They're 18th in the NFL against the pass. You know, they're 18th overall yards per game. 19th points allowed per game. So they're not like, you know, these stunning numbers defensively. Most of those numbers come where they are offensively, um, you know, like explosives. And on third down, they're the ninth best team. Um, they have, you know, fifth best in, in turnovers. But the the Saints, you know, as far as turning the ball over, they're our 12th best. They've, 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 they've had 17 um, turnovers and the defensively, the Saints have 22 turnovers. So that, you know, 14 interceptions, 22 turnovers for the Saints defense, and the Rams have eight interceptions. That's that's not been kind of their thing. Eight interceptions, 12 turnovers. That, that 12 turnovers is 30th in the league. So their defense has not been opportunistic. But you're right. If, if Alvin, you know, we just we just count. I just start the game figuring Alvin's going to have a hundred plus line of scrimmage, right? 50 some rushing 60 some receiving, but I do feel like he's kind of due for a breakout game running the football. And maybe this is it. Yeah, I certainly hope so. Cause I think that could be the difference maker. And it seems to open a whole lot of things up. It's amazing though. Uh, and you and I have talked about this before. How many of these teams that we've played were so evenly matched in so many different aspects of the game right and it just yeah. it comes right down to execution plain yeah. and simple i mean the numbers are the numbers the saints it's kind of weird this is a weird stat and i, I don't know why i find such weird stats but the saints have had the same number defensively sacks of their opponent for the last three weeks when and but it's getting better when they played Carolina week 14, the Saints defense had 19 sacks. Carolina had 19 sacks. That was 30th best in the NFL. So then they play the next week. The Saints have 23 sacks. The Giants have 23 sacks, 29th best in the NFL. Now you get to the Rams. Saints have 30 sacks. They had a big week last week. They had seven sacks. Well, the Rams have 30 sacks. Exactly the same number. <laughs> both, but now the, so they're, but they're 24th in the league. So they went from 30th in the league to 24th in the league. Uh, in three weeks, but I just never seen that the both teams defensively having the exact same number of sacks for three straight weeks. Uh, but if the Saints keep getting seven, that, that'll take care of itself, <laughs> and they'll, they'll they'll keep climbing climbing the ladder. And this defense has played well, and people will meet the next response is well, yeah, Carolina and the Giants. Well, it is what it is, and. Defensively, the Saints have done well down the stretch. Cam Jordan has always done very well in December and January. Defensively, uh, what, do you, what can you ask more than no touchdowns in the last two games? You know, five points in the second half of the last seven games. So if you can keep doing that defensively, you know, that's the strength against strength. This Saints defense and how well it's playing against the Rams offense that can be very explosive. Is the are the Rams the kind of game that um, 
you never want to get a slow start, but with some teams, it's more important not to than others. Where would you put this with the Rams? Because you know, his I would put the, it, the Saints put have it had there. a lot of slow starts, man. You know, right. they, because I, I would put it up there as as a let's don't do that because the Rams will, are good enough, smart enough, talented enough, experienced enough to take full advantage. If you if and once they get you know ahead of steam and confidence. Man, they're tough. Um, so this is not a team that you want to spot, you know, a, a quick turnover or something like that, like like Detroit, because they're good. They're good offensively, and they're going to take advantage of it. Um, and and so you cannot do that. I'm interested to see. I think the special teams is going to play kind of a, a big role. First off, three of the four special teams players, not including long snappers, are rookies. Three of the four. The brand, the Saints are some of the best as far as punt return, fifth best, punt coverage, kickoff coverage. So they, they're top ten in all of those. So their special teams of coverage units and returns with Rashid Shaheed, awesome. And he's back and hopefully much closer to 100%. The Rams, on the other hand, have the worst punt coverage team, 32nd. The 2019 kickoff coverage, punt return 28th, kick return 31st. So – I look at this game as maybe this is one of those games where if the Saints can, you know, block a punt or Shahid can peel one off and man, you flip the field or get a quick seven points from a special team standpoint. I think that kind of thing can be the difference. And once again, it's a strength for the Saints and it's a liability for the Rams. Can they take advantage of that? Absolutely. And those stats you were talking about, about chances getting into the playoffs, Next Gen says if the, uh, the Rams have a 52% chance going into this game. If they win, it increases to 73. But if they lose, it knocks them down to 15. The Saints uh, currently have a 41% chance. Um, and the game carries less relative weight, it says. But a win raises their likelihood to 70%, and a loss takes them down to 24%. Right. See what I mean? So Because the Rams are, have, are you know, they're, they're, they're looking at wild card only. The Saints yeah. are living in a world at 7-7 seven seven of still winning the NFC South, and that's why a win tonight does more for them because it, you know, it increases your chances of the NFC South and – keeps them alive in a wild card thing, you know, which I never ever thought about. <laughs> you know, it was always hey, just, maybe we can win the division. I've got all these folks texting me about why they lost all the other ones. All I can say is on any given day, <laughs> it's right, proven right. itself over and over and over again, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at this past week. You can look at anything. I mean, every – Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Raiders lose 3 nothing, and then they win 63-21 because that makes perfect sense. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In my life, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be tuning in, guys. Have a good trip back, uh, good trip, uh, and have fun in the game tonight. Look forward to it. Well, I do as well. And just so you know, it is pouring rain and has been pouring rain for two days here. So it only rains in Southern California when we come. So, I mean, it's just horrible. All righty. Have a safe trip back, Mike, and uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you and your family. Same to you, my friend. Thanks. All righty. We'll be right back. Stay with us. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 